Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm gonna be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Today, we are diving into what it takes to be a good leader in direct sales. Now, let me preface this by saying, I do not believe that you need to be a leader or take the leadership tract in direct sales, okay? I really don't. I think it's okay if you have decided you just don't want to be a leader, okay? That's an unpopular opinion, and I've shared that before on the podcast, (laughs) but I think it's okay. Because you can make money in sales and just focusing on the sales piece of your business. However, I do encourage you to think about what your desire is for this business. If this is just a side gig, you're just like, I just want to make an extra $100 a month or an extra $500 a month. Okay, this you can do that with just sales. But if you're like, no, I want to leave my nine to five, I need this to be like replace some serious income, then we need to talk about leadership. Okay. And leadership doesn't have to be scary. It's actually probably one of the most rewarding parts of building a direct sales business, in my personal opinion, because when you build a team, you're able to really pour into these other people on your team and help them find the financial freedom that they are also craving. And it helps them. It It's, it's, so amazing to watch people on your team kind of go through that personal growth journey, which you get a front row seat to witness. And hello, that's freaking amazing. So what we're going to dive into today is just how you can be a good leader. Like what are the characteristics of a good leader in direct sales? So And let me just also say this, leading a team can be challenging. It can be, but with the right characteristics, you can inspire and motivate your team to success. You truly can. So let me, let me just say this too, before we dive in, I think it's really important to remember that nobody knows how to lead. Yes, we have born leaders, but people need to learn how to become great leaders, okay? A lot of people have that innate understanding of how to do, how to lead, but the best leaders are the ones that are always learning and are always willing to recognize their weaknesses, okay? So let's talk about five characteristics that really every good leader should have. And the first one is vision. So a good direct sales leader has a clear vision for their business and their team. This means that you're going to set goals and create a plan to achieve them. So 
what are you going to do to reach that vision? And, and what do you need to do? What is your vision for your team? And remember, it should be a team vision, not just about you and where you're going in your business. And I want you to communicate your vision to your team and help them see how their individual efforts contribute to the overall success of the team. And this is where it can get a little tricky because when not done the right way, it can be, it can seem like, oh, I know you just want to rank up and that's why you want us to work. A good leader is able to, to show the team that it's not about you. And you know why? Because it's not about you and you don't feel that way. You have this vision for your team. Number two, characteristic number two is communication. Oh my gosh, guys. Communication is key in direct sales. It's also key in a successful marriage. It's key in all relationships, right? And some of us are not so great at communicating. And some of us don't realize we're not great at communicating until we get married or until we become leaders ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to tell you, it's okay if you're not a great communicator. It's okay. But as a leader, it's important to learn how to communicate and to become a better communicator because it's important to be transparent and honest with your team. You want to keep them informed about all the things, like all the changes in products, all the things that are happening, you know, in the home office, all the important updates, like it is your responsibility to keep them informed because this will create trust and show your team that you value their input. Like have these conversations, communicate with them. It's not just about you telling them what to do. It's about you having a conversation with them and chatting. Now, I'm going to be really honest here. You're the leader. So you are held to a higher standard. And if there's something that's happening within your company or that's happening within the, the bigger team as a whole, like you're upline and beyond that, that you don't agree with or you don't like, don't bring that down to your team. Don't share that with your team because what happens is then it becomes toxic because then it gets people, people like, oh, because people love to jump on a bandwagon when there's negativity. They love it. It's, it's, it's human nature. We love to hop on a negativity bandwagon. And if our leader is talking about it, if our leader is being negative about people or things or decisions, then we're going to hop right on because it's our leader and it's okay if she's doing it, right? So you've got to be so careful. I cannot emphasize this enough. I have worked with a couple of clients actually who tend to be kind of negative. And I believe a lot of it is coming from their team. It's kind of like... It's an atmosphere that they have amongst their team that is just really, really negative. And guys, that will impact not only your entire team, it'll impact your all the businesses. It is not healthy. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not fall into that toxic trap of negative talk. Because number one, your team is looking up to you and they're going to do the same thing. And, and if you start behaving in that manner, it's going to be passed down. Okay. And it's just not going to be a great team, but also they're watching you. They are looking to you for an example. And if you are rising above all of this stuff, all of the toxic discussion, you will 
your team will shine. Your team will overcome. But the buck stops with you. You are setting this this atmosphere. So I want you to question what what kind of atmosphere do I want to create? What kind of environment do I want to build for my team? And honestly, I'm going to tell you the toxic atmosphere, the toxic environment is not going to be beneficial for you or for anyone. So remember that with your communication. What's the number one difference between successful direct sales leaders and frustrated ones? Conviction. And more often than not, it's less about what you're saying and more about the way you're doing it. That's why I created my free on-demand video training, how to go from struggling direct seller to money-making powerhouse without losing your sanity or self-respect to reveal the strategies you're being taught that don't work and what to do instead. In this video, I share how to gain loyal, raving, dying to buy repeat customers. I teach you how to rocket up the ranks and earn every trip without being pushy. And I teach you how to make serious sales like clockwork with an easy to follow foolproof rinse and repeat system. Just go to rachelaperry.com forward slash video to watch the video now. Characteristic number three is empathy. So a good leader is empathetic to the needs and concerns of their team members. So empathy I think some people have it and some people don't, <laughs> but if you're a leader, you need to, if you, if that's not something that comes naturally to you, it is something that you need to work on because your team wants to feel understood by you. They want to feel like you understand where they're coming from. They want to feel like they can give you feedback and they can share their frustrations, their concerns, their roadblocks, whatever, and get the support they need from you. Because that's going to create a positive team culture, right? And it's going to help build loyalty among team members because when you are empathetic, you are building this team of understanding. You are connecting with your team. You are building this community. That's what you want to remember. Like your team is like this little community that you are building up and you are helping them succeed because there is nothing better than watching your team members succeed. It's truly just so awesome watching a team member find success and you get to be a part of that. It's awesome. So don't forget the empathy piece. Number four, training. I mean, we've talked about this, you know, this it's, you've got to offer training to your team to help them. Number one, know how to start their own business, right? Like they don't know what they're doing. Um, You want to help them develop their skills. You want to help them achieve their goals. Okay, I was watching, following someone on social media, and she's a huge leader in a company. And she was saying, she was sharing a comment from someone who said, I don't like sales or something like I'm not good at sales, which is right. That's an objection that we hear all the time when people are trying to decide whether or not to join, start their own business within direct sales. But the way she answered that was so beautiful because she said, listen, I don't like sales either. I never liked sales either. In fact, I'm so bad at sales. I had family members that were like, wait, you're way into sales. Like, are you sure about this? But she said, but that's my job. Part of my job is to show you exactly how to work this business, how to get those sales. And she said, I have a duplicatable method. You're just going to follow the steps. And that's now my job is to teach you how to get those sales. And the way she said it was so beautiful and so 
it made, I mean, obviously I'm not going to sign up, but (laughs) because I already did that with another company, but she made it seem so non-threatening and not scary. And that's your job, guys. That's your job to, to make it so easy and not scary for your team so that they feel supported. They feel like they have someone who is guiding them through each step of the way. Now, maybe you're thinking, but I don't know if I have that in me. I don't know if I have that. I don't know if I can do that. Well, just know that number one, you have lots of support within your company. One would hope most of the time, I think. But even if you don't like, hello, there's me. We have our no pressure community, right? Where we build one another up. We help people become leaders. Find your people because there is help out there, all right? You don't have to be a, an incredible leader off the bat. That's, it's a learned, remember I said that at the beginning, it's all learned, okay? So when you're providing this training for your team, when, when you're giving them these skills, if you don't have those skills yet, find someone who does, all right? So you're gonna be helping them with product knowledge, sales techniques, personal development. Investing in your team's success, my friends, is a sign of a good leader. All right. Okay. And the last characteristic of a good leader in direct sales is recognition. Oh my gosh. I cannot even tell you how important this is. You've got to recognize and reward your team's effort and achievements. Even if you're like, nobody's doing anything. I got a team full of people who don't do anything. Okay. Well, that's a whole nother podcast episode. You got to start recruiting new people. We're sponsoring new people. I don't know which word you prefer, recruiting or sponsoring. Sponsoring seems softer somehow. Um, But you've got to start bringing new people onto your team if that's how it feels. But also, remember, if if the way you're sharing your business is you're telling people, hey, you can give it a try and then you can quit if it doesn't work. Or, hey, just join to get the discount. Don't be expecting team builders. Okay, we've we've had a podcast episode about that, but reward and recognize your team's effort and achievements. This could be as simple as giving a shout out in a team meeting or having a more formal recognition program or just putting their picture up in your in your Facebook group. Celebrating successes helps create a positive team culture and motivates team members to continue their efforts. Trust me on this. Some people will be like, oh, no, I don't like recognition. I call BS on that. People like to feel recognized, whether they admit it or not, it pushes people to keep going. So in conclusion, let me just wrap this up. So the five qualities of a good team leader is that you have a vision, you have good communication, you have empathy, you offer training consistently, and recognition. Oh my goodness. By embodying these characteristics by taking on these characteristics, you will inspire and motivate your team to success. Trust me on that. Remember, your team's success is your success. So invest in them and watch your business grow. But remember, it's not about your business. It's about helping them grow in their business. And as a result, your business will grow. But they need to be your focus when you are building a team. Friends, how about that? Are you ready to go and just serve your team on a higher level now? (laughs) I bet this was so inspirational. You're like, forget it. I can't even. This is amazing. (laughs) But seriously, 
part of those those that framework that I teach, the ACES framework, which is the four elements you need to have to have a successful business, attract, convert, engage, and serve. Being a good leader, all of this falls under that serving piece. Because when you are helping your team grow, when you are really showing them how to build a business, how to become better at what they do, you are serving them in so many ways. You guys, I hope this was helpful. I love you. Mean it. Truly mean it. I'll be back here next week for another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Until then, my friends. That's it for this episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast, but our fun doesn't have to end now. You'll catch me hanging out over on Instagram between episodes, and I'd love for you to join me. So hop into my DMs. I promise you're not getting any hey girl messages, and I promise I'm not going to be asking you to weirdly buy anything. Send me the message podcast so I can send you my free 90-day action planner because who doesn't love a good template?